Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy Yang Wellness. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. If you are one of the OGs, you know how much I appreciate you and your continued support for the podcast. And thanks for tuning in. Today, we're talking about money and is a topic I've been wanting to talk more about on the podcast, just kind of have been waiting for a sign regarding when is a good time for this episode to be out in the world because money is a kind of taboo topic to talk about. But lately, all the conversations I've been having, whether that is with clients, people I just talk to, uh, potential clients, friends, family, is just something that needs to be addressed once and for all. So why is money a triggering thing to talk about? Like it really shouldn't be. We all use it. We all need it. We all want more of it. So I think it's actually healthy to really fix our relationship with money and make sure when we talk about, think about money, we feel empowered. And if this episode, this topic, just the thought of talking about money like this triggers the F out of you, then you most likely, no, you definitely have more than one limiting beliefs regarding money that need to go like yesterday. So let's dive in. I feel very strongly about this topic because I personally struggled with lack of mentality for 20 plus years up until like 2020, you know, I started to really shift out of that lack mentality. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I still go down a spiral of, you know, well, actually, just the other week, I had this present in my life. So there has been this investment I've wanted to make for months and months but it wasn't available until the other week and leading up to it I had always felt so sure that I was going to do it and I did not know how much it was going to be I knew it wasn't going to be small but it ended up being two times what I had expected so when I had to actually decide and commit, I was like, well, maybe it's not for me right now. This is a very big number, maybe later down the line. But, you know, I would be lying if I said I couldn't pull it off. I definitely could, but I felt intimidated for a little bit. And I basically worked through this and committed to it. And the moment I paid for it, 
I felt immediately expanded and upgraded. And it's just the best feeling. Now I'm just really excited to tell you more in the next few months. But that actually brings me to something I really believe in. The bigger the transaction, the bigger the transformation. There is no transformation in your comfort zone. So that amount felt very uncomfortable to me. But when I am on the other side, it actually takes one decision and less than a second to just get on the other side. You feel immediately an energy shift. Like I could feel my abundance frequency just skyrocket and soar. And I fully trust that that investment amount is going to come back to me tenfold. And just another note on getting out of your comfort zone in terms of finances. I think there is something to be said about spending enough money that feels scary to you in an exciting way that is a very good place to be. I don't recommend getting so uncomfortable to the point that you don't have enough money left to buy food. Not saying that at all. Only you know what is right for you and what is worth the investment for you. But actually, I'll tell you what. This time last year, I was in the biggest rock bottom of my life. It's actually crazy to think how it's been more than a year already because it hit me so hard. Back then, I would never invest in a coach or any kind of help. And that being said, investing in something like astrology reading sounded bonkers to me. But I had this astrologer lady that I was following on Instagram and I just loved her stuff. I know I resonate with her very much and she just has like this very supporting vibe to her. So I booked a reading with her. It was like $400 and for some reason, the moment I made the appointment, I felt much, much, much better. So really like I didn't understand it back then, but knowing what I know about energy now, the right investments literally shifts your energy. Okay, so the first way you can be blocking money, blocking abundance from making your way is your relationship with money. Everything is energy and that includes money. And trust me, before people would tell me money is just energy. And I'm just like, what the fuck does that even mean? But think about how energy always wants to take the path of least resistance. It flows where it can flow to the easiest, obviously. And if money was a person, would it want to hang out with you or be close to you if you treated it like shit? The answer is no. So take a few minutes to think about or to write down how do you think, act, and feel when it involves money? When you go grocery shopping, do you always buy the cheapest almond butter at Whole Foods even though you like the more expensive option? Do you talk about money as if it's something that's hard to come by? 
most people have at least one person in their lives who say things like money doesn't grow on trees or money is hard to come by. And yes, we know that money doesn't literally grow on trees, but the deeper meaning is that they don't think money and abundance can just flow to them effortlessly. Like, to make money involves hard work, labor, sacrifice. These are all limiting beliefs. We consciously know that some people are literally like money magnets. They literally make money in the most random, creative ways. And we can actually see them as expanders. So identifying which limiting beliefs you have around money is so important because whatever you believe is true to you. If you think about how maybe you have a friend who is super religious, really believes in God, then that feels very real to her. But if you are an atheist, then... The world not having a higher power or God is very real to you. And your ego wants you to be right. Your ego is like your very dumb, stubborn best friend, okay? The ego wants you to always be right and it wants to protect you like all the time. So whatever you believe, whatever you want the world to look like from a believe perspective then your ego is like, okay, let's make it happen. And that is how you perceive the world. This is also called confirmation bias. When you think about, sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you wake up just pretty moody. You're like, the world is a piece of shit. Everyone is working against me. You probably had a pretty challenging day. Again, because your ego wants you to be right. You are basically subconsciously hyper-focusing on all the things that went wrong to confirm your beliefs. So it's time to reevaluate your relationship with money. Are you grateful for it? Do you treat it with respect? How does your wallet look like? Do you have a clean, organized wallet with your cash all organized and stuff? Or is your wallet very messy and like full of pennies and receipts? When you pay your bills, are you grateful that you could afford your rent, your electricity? Are you grateful that you get to buy all the groceries you're going to enjoy or are you like going into fear thinking that adulting is so expensive every time you make money it just goes to bills and other expenses do you have a love-hate relationship with money like you love it when you have it but you hate it when you don't it is time to strengthen that relationship that you have with money the next way that you could be blocking money is having low self-worth when it comes to money. When you are not worthy of money, you literally self-sabotage when you have it. So let me tell you a personal story. When I first started making money, I didn't know what was a lot or what was not that much in terms of my salary. I started to feel it was not a lot when I had to pay rent, uh, electricity, gas, the internet, food, 
all the things. And I always felt like every time I made money, it just went out the other way. And the interesting thing was when I would have extra, like a bonus or however else it comes through, I would literally spend it on the dumbest shit. Or I would lend it to someone, give it to someone. It would just be gone, okay? Like sometimes I don't even know where it went, but it's gone. And we all know what happens when people win the lottery. They overnight become a millionaire or have a big amount of money when they're used to having very little in comparison. And they lose it. This is because their abundance frequency is not a match for that large amount of money. So it's not a match. In other words, their self-worth is not in alignment with that abundance. If you don't feel worthy of something, you literally can't sustainably hold on to it. Everyone is inherently worthy of everything they want. Inherently. Like you are born worthy, but your limiting beliefs, how you were raised, your caretakers limiting beliefs affect your self-worth. So it is generally harder for someone who grew up with parents who struggle with finances to have high self-worth in terms of prosperity. But you can always, always bring rewire whatever it is that you are looking to manifest, whether that is health, money, love, it can be anything. We pick up beliefs from our parents, caretakers, people we spend a lot of time with from age zero to seven. That is why inner child healing is such a important component. Aside from that, when it comes to raising your self-worth in terms of money, I encourage you to think about something, an area in your life that you feel very deserving of currently. So for me right now is love. I am currently single and I'm not dating and I feel very content right now. I know for a fact that when I want to date, when I really want a partnership, I can just set the intention and it will just come. And I'm not saying it's not going to have ups and downs. I'm not saying I'm going to go on one date and I'm just going to find the right person. But it is almost like I have no fear whatsoever that the world would run out of good men, you know? Like, I don't doubt for a second that when I want a partner, I will just find one. So that energy is very deserving. And because I know I have that kind of energy within myself, I know I can apply what I have in terms of love to money. I can be my own expander. Speaking of expanders, it is also super empowering to find other people as your expanders for making money. I spoke about finding expanders in episode 5. If you haven't listened to that one, that is a very popular one. And 
Basically, expanders are people that we identify with on some level that we also look up to. So you probably really admire this person because they have something you want. And you also see yourself within them. Maybe you grew up in the same neighborhood, you guys went to the same college, you guys have similarities in your human design chart, you guys grew up in similar social economic class. So the idea is that if you identify with them, then whatever it is that they have that you want, you can totally have it too. When I was working in accounting, I had no idea that people have side hustles. And I randomly came across this podcast with someone on it. She is a celebrity nutritionist. She does very well in the wellness industry. She was talking about how she majored in finance and worked several years in the corporate environment and she has successfully you know shifted her side hustle into a full-time thriving coaching business so I was immediately expanded by her and knew that I needed to do that for myself the third way you could be pushing money away is that you are not acting from a place of abundance in other areas in your life, specifically relationships. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Money and love are actually really connected. I know a lot of people who are looking to manifest a lot of abundance, but they are holding onto relationships that do not serve them specifically one-on-one romantic relationships. But this also applies to friendships, relationships with your family, and just relationships in general, whether that is like with a client, a work partnership, that kind of thing. It's like you are holding on to a relationship because you don't think you can find someone better, so you're holding on to that. You are essentially settling because you don't think you deserve better. And settling is acting from a place of low self-worth. Again, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I can tell you when I was in my last relationship, okay, the person is wonderful and amazing, but it was just not a good match at the time. Both of us did not want to separate for a very long time because of the changes that would have to happen, such as moving and finding a new place, potentially having to spend more money on rent when you rent by yourself, having to maybe go on an online dating app when you haven't had to do that for the past like five years. All of that fear and settling was blocking money from coming my way because I was energetically telling the universe that I'm okay to settle and I don't put myself first. And in general, I am low self-worth, so I'm not deserving and worthy of abundance. And I will tell you, the moment that relationship 
end it for real. I had money coming in from all directions. I was expanding in every area. I called in a huge community that I felt so connected to. I pivoted my coaching business from holistic health to human design and brain rewiring. Yeah, life got really good. So, you know, if you feel like your partner or some relationship is draining you and you are really settling in those relationships, it's not that you have to break up immediately. Obviously, you know, you can try setting boundaries and really honoring them, which is a whole nother topic in itself. Raising your self-worth and taking empowered action. The more you act out of high self-worth from a place of self-love, the more apparent it will be whether those relationships are in alignment to you. Like if you show up as this high-frequency deserving human and the other person rise with you, then, you know, this is good. On the other hand, if you thinking, feeling, and acting from this place of self-love and high frequency is making the other person resent you, then maybe it is better off for you to move on. And I will add that it is a good idea for the others in your life to have a grace period to adjust to the new you. Okay, so... This is a rather short episode today. Hope it is helpful. All of the three ways that you can be pushing away money are very personal to me. I sort of learned them the hard way, so hopefully you don't have to. And you are welcome. If you enjoyed this episode, you think someone can benefit from it, definitely share with them. Take a screenshot and share on your Instagram stories and tag me so I can thank you personally. I would love to hear what you think of this episode. And if you want more on money energetics, let me know. I love talking about this stuff. And if you haven't left a five-star review on Apple Podcast, what are you doing? Do that right now. It supports me so much. I don't think you understand how grateful I am for those reviews. But it supports the podcast. It lets Apple Podcasts know that, you know, I'm sharing valuable information that people actually appreciate. So do that. And the good news is I am doing a weekly giveaway. So every week I will select my favorite podcast review and the winner will win a mini brain rewiring session with yours truly. If you want to enter, send a screenshot of your five-star review to me via Instagram DM, and I cannot wait to connect with you. This week's winner is Lily. She says, I love this, Sandy. Thank you for finally making a human design podcast. I love human design and can't wait to keep learning from you. Sandy has so much training and is a really reputable and psychic source of info all related to human design. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. I will be reaching out about our session together. 
Okay, that's it for this week. I'm sending you lots of love and hope you enjoy the rest of your week. I will talk to you next time. Bye.